and welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and I'm here again with my partners in all things legal and legitimate, the Chief and the Goon. Chief, how are you this evening, sir? Depends on what kind of news I get back from my realtor. Oh, excitement in the land of reality. Yes, I'm I'm refinancing and you're just trying to get out of Dodge. Or actually get into Dodge. No, wait a second. Dodge was in Kansas. I digress. Um, Goon, how I'm, are you? I'm fine there, sir. I'm looking at uh, Chief's potential new house there at uh, 1313 Mockingbird Lane. <laughs> it, um, it does seem a little out of the way, if I remember correctly, looking at all the pictures. It, well, you can pull it up in a map and then keep zooming out to see when the next person you actually see is. <laughs> oh, wait, there is none. <laughs> That's the point. But but here's the funny thing, without giving away anything. Um, there's a four-digit number on your house, okay? Not giving away anything. Why bother when, you know, there isn't four digits worth of houses around? <laughs> they could have given you the number three. Might be someday. <laughs> no. I don't, I, I'm lost. Well, I mean, you know, you usually have a lot of numbers when you need a lot of numbers. If you don't have a lot of ne- neighbors, you know, why would you have one, two, three, four, five, six Main Street? You could just easily have said three Main Street. Because if you look at that road and see how long that road is, mm. it is a long that road and that is why the large number see i'm sorry i've I've always lived in gated communities where there's a finite number of houses you know yeah you know it's it's more white privilege (laughs) stuff i get it well yes what city is (laughs) that's why i argue with you it's no sense in arguing anymore because i'm 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 a voice of one in the wilderness Dude, I had to zoom out four clicks just to see Po' Boy's Liquor. <laughs> Wait, you found Poi, Po' Boy's Liquor? Yeah. That's, um... But no other no other town. Uh, yeah, because that's not even a town. That is an establishment. And that might yeah. be a moonshine. <laughs> like, I don't know. I did find a church. There's not. There's a church not too far from you. That's good. I, two, two of them, but they have the same name. One just is a Baptist church, and one is not. And that's all that matters. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure. The church is closer than the liquor store, though, which I guess that's a good thing, you know. There are churches all over, and this is how I intend to meet the community because I figured that is the only way I'm going to meet the community to see if there's even a community. Yeah, well, I'm, what are those? Over near the chapel. Wish we could show you this, but we're not going to, we're not going to divulge where he's living. Northwest of your property, Chief. They're guns. There's two large (laughs) rectangle area (laughs) with horizontal rows. It looks like maybe a farming area. Uh, That's, that's ammo for the guns. Oh, okay. (laughs) They're pretty big. I was about to say, each one is probably a couple of acres. That's a lot of um, a lot of ammo. If you need acreage to store your ammo, you're you're doing it right. Um, it's Texas, so I mean, it's Texas. Well, yeah. Ooh, now see, I wasn't going to say that. Uh, everyone knows that I'm going to Texas. So. Okay. 
You're just not saying where in Texas. I did notice that if you zoom out far enough. Here we go. <laughs> um, I can see Texarkana, which means, you know, we can go visit them when we're on one of those runs for the Enos Brothers. For the Enos Brothers. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Did you know that you're not all that far from Jersey Girl Milk Company? It's a supermarket. I was, I was wondering about that. Yeah, okay. that's that's an important that's, thing because you got to get cheesecake. That was a big dawn. That's like, true. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like something happened. Like someone hit their mic, kind of thing. Oh, that kind of dawn. Yeah. Okay. Oh Lord. I didn't know what. I, you know, I just don't know where your mind is today, Gretchen. Oh, mine? Just yes. I'm perfectly fine. I'm just, uh, you know, um, enjoying uh, the weather, and. Um, yeah, I can't wait was, uh, for this wow. weather to never, never be even in consideration again. <laughs> like temperatures like today's just aren't allowed. Yeah, did you see? Well, I mean, yesterday morning I'm up at, uh, good God, I was up at um, four thirty. Yeah, and uh, went off to the gym, and it was twenty-seven degrees out. <laughs> oh, brisk, brisk, they say. I finished hanging Christmas lights today, and I would do a little work. Hands would freeze, go inside, have a coffee, go back out. Oh. Each round that I did that, mm-hmm. I got faster because the coffee helps. Well, yes. What was in the coffee other than coffee? You know, I've been known to have a little Canadian club in my coffee. Not today, but it's been known to happen. <laughs> Sometimes the bottles get mixed up or something falls over. You, you, oh, you, you get a little confused. Who knows? What, you know, hey. Who can and then I, have to, then I have to be like Jackie Gleason to go, hey, somebody put coffee in my coffee. Exactly. Oh, man. I miss him. I used to love watching that show. I don't know what that show is. That show was called, uh, uh, actually, the, the Jackie, Jackie Gleason, Gleason show. show. And it was a, a song and dance and comedy variety show from which... The hit series on radio and then on television, The Honeymooners, came from. That's right. You never heard about that either, did you? Jim? That I've heard of. Right. Okay. And, 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 a very popular cartoon was based on The Honeymooners, and that would be The Flintstones. The Flintstones, yeah. I'm sure you've heard of The Flintstones, Chief. Yes. Okay. They were uh, mighty fine vitamins. <laughs> nice, nice, Chief. Yeah. Well, that puts. Yeah, I had, to, I had to eat them too. I remember once I thought Cannibals, they tasted all like. Of you. I thought I, I thought it tasted like candy, and I ate like half the bottle. My mom was not pleased. Oh. <laughs> so, I have learned there's a new uh, V8 juice. It says strawberry banana, but. Uh, it, it also said that it contained beets, carrots, and something else. So yes, like, they, it, V8 does that whole business where they hide stuff in it. So uh, I, gave it, I gave it to the wife because she loves beets, and she said, it is too sweet. I said, mm. how on earth is this too sweet? And then uh, in reading the ingredients, while there was no sugar, there was enough uh, sugary juices and quote-unquote natural flavors. Mm-hmm. Because, as we know, beaver anus is considered natural flavoring. So I have to wonder now 
if I should ever get this thing again. Oh, I, I'm sorry. What, what? what were the grams of sugar? Just let uh, it go. Ten grams. Or crutch. Just let it go. Ten grams of sugar. <laughs> I I thought we were working under the misconception, obviously, that this was a PG-13 show. How is that not? That is a um, body part of an animal? Scientifically uh, uh, accurate uh, uh, yeah. term? Right. Okay, fine. Yes. But do you really want to... Okay, so this show has now gone into horror. Are you are you suggesting are you no. suggesting that people are consuming this and not knowing? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well. Okay. All right. So for I can for tell the... you one. I can tell you somebody with two thumbs that's never going to be consuming it. <laughs> this guy. Well, I have, I have just provided you a link. Since of course you did. Obviously, some people were unaware. <laughs> The look on that woman's face is priceless. So, uh, let's see here. Wow. What is it that she's holding? That's a great look, though, right? It's a hot it's dog. It's a hot dog. Oh, no. Really? Opium, rat hair, beaver, anal secretions, and other surprising things you might find in food. Kids, I will be including this link. <laughs> For education I'm purpose. not necessarily <laughs> suggesting you click on it, but Scroll it'll be down. there. Scroll down to the picture of the beaver who <laughs> looks embarrassed. Oh, he's just walking away. <laughs> I don't want to be part of this anymore. But this is oh. this is an educational oh. show, okay? Yeah, yes. you know. I, uh, I, I I've just learned everything I want to learn tonight. Thank you. I I uh, promoted our podcast to uh, Crutch's other son's uh, forever family yesterday. Oh, and this may be the first one they ever hear. <laughs> you mean the last one? They... <laughs> well, it'll be both. You yeah. know, because so he's got a new forever family. Uh oh my goodness! What a nice family. Uh, they they called and uh, were just very excited, uh, and and they had passed you know the the home inspection and everything, mm-hmm. and we talked to them for about I don't know, thirty seconds before we decided wow these are dog people and this sounds like a good home, they have a uh, um, they have a four year old child, and uh, and they and we said well all right do you want us to drive down to you they're oh maybe thirty forty minutes away. Mm-hmm. Do you want us to drive to you? Do you want to come to us? We'll bring the paperwork in case you decide to to uh, adopt a, a little brownie. And uh, um, and they were like, oh, no, we'll come to you. Can we bring oh, wow. our cousin? Because we always kidnap our cousin when we're going to adopt a new dog. And uh, uh, your son loved them. And they him. The... Um, the 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 mom of the family said to me, I have been looking at his picture every day since it came out. You know, we were so upset when we thought he might go to another family. So this all worked out for the best. This is the right family for Brownie. And I've gotten pictures, two, two photos uh, in the last 24 hours. You know, here we made it home and here's Brownie this morning. He's eating. He's uh, he likes their dog. They have a, a King Charles Spaniel. Not familiar with the King oh, my God. What a cutie. 
And they have a four-year-old little girl who's a cutie too. Sounds quite. Regal. I even got. Oh, okay. I got I've the, seen Creek Charles Spaniels before. Okay. I, when when she saw your uh, other son, uh, we got the shriek of joy. That's always good. And they were so the the family was so funny because I mean you know us and you know I had a daughter just because she's twenty three now doesn't mean she wasn't once four. True. And they're like, oh, we're so sorry. I'm like, that's oh, okay. It's a shriek of joy. <laughs> that ear splitting sound of pure happiness. I, I, and, and and then she fell and she's she's walking, but she's just learned to navigate stairs. Mm-hmm. And she bumped herself and started to cry. And I'm like, okay, that's not the shriek of joy. <laughs> um, but it but it really really went well, and it'll be a, a wonderful happy ending. And if you all started to listen to the show, make sure you use our uh, uh, show email and tell us what you think. Absolutely. That's podcast at swimmingwiththe.fish. And, and, and we'll try and get the, um, the animal parts conversations <laughs> to, a, to a minimum. Uh, maybe you will. But... <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? You know what? That is a, that is a lie. We, we won't That's true. do that. That's true. You she never is know. always an agent provocateur. You never know what you're going to get. I'm, I'm, oh, and by the way, uh, Crutch, Showcat is happy because, as you know, Brownie was, was trying to herd her. <laughs> Much to her chagrin. She doesn't strike me as one who would take herding well. She, she didn't like, take it well. She, no. she, would, she, would, she would respond to herding with hurting. Yeah, and, and I would look at her and go, you, you may not hurt him. He doesn't <laughs> know any better. I just heard him a little. He'll stop. <laughs> she's like, she's it's like a quick lesson. <laughs> but then I have to take him to the vet to get the lacerated nose fixed. Quit it. It'll give it. He could call it a dueling scar. <laughs> it'll be. It'll give him character. <laughs> it's a little bit of street cred. So, exactly. Um, yeah. So, it's not like so, he's going to get a tattoo of a you know a teardrop under his eye, but it's good enough. So what? Uh, what are we doing this week? Is this is our pre-Thanksgiving show? Excuse me, I'm getting all choked I'm, up about the holiday. You're all choked up because I'm only going to be there tomorrow, aren't you? Absolutely. I knew you would be. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's it's got me, you know, right in the throat, <clears> throat> along with my drink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> feeling a little bit clamped. A little bit clamped. Talk amongst yourselves. You know, just back in the day, that was when Saturday Night Live was funny, honestly. And and it was great because they didn't even know that was happening. For those of you who don't remember, there was a uh, there was a skit that Mike Myers did <clears throat> where he was was he playing Barbara Streisand or just someone like Barbara Streisand? It, that is a typical Jewish family. <clears throat> okay, so he's playing the part. Yeah, and and of course, I think his character. Oh, that's right. His character, like, you know, idolized Barbara Streisand, and then Barbara Streisand actually showed up in the skit. And I don't think Mike Myers knew it was going to happen because uh, he he had that genuine look of surprise on his face, but he's a little bit clipped about it. <clears throat> kind of like when Arnold showed up to the Hans and Franz skit. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't think I've seen that. Oh, you yeah, should. I, I, for that. I'm not going to ruin. We're not going to ruin it for him. I won't, at least. I won't either. I'm, I'm feeling, you know, I, I'm feeling in the holiday spirit. Yes, I've we only have got a wonderful w- holiday coming up. Well, I mean, 
we have a holiday coming up. Some people think it's wonderful. Some people think it's it's um, overrated. So there, <sighs> I I just I just found a new uh, comedy special from mm-hmm. from well it's uh, so I call it new because I hadn't seen it before. It's uh, John Leguizamo, and oh yeah, and he is uh, he is teaching people about uh, Latin history, mm-hmm. and. and <laughs> basically he goes there were the mayans and now we're at pitbull who is the, the... <laughs> and and man wow. he he there's there's a lot of stuff and it all was because his his son was being bullied and he couldn't explain his family's history of which you know there was basically everyone has some horror story this was not the the nasty white man's fault this was actually the spaniards so, I mean, he... Well, he, Spaniards are white. He knew who to, to blame. Uh, okay, so it's not the... Uh, the the, the typical pasty English, yes. Irish... Right. Yes. It is interesting because, um, from what I understand, Spaniards from Spain, right, don't qualify as Hispanic. Right? They qualify as European. Yes. Yes, because... Hispanic means to be from Hispaniola, which is a definitely Western Hemisphere kind of thing. Hispaniola is the (laughs) island which shares two countries, Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Exactly. This geographic moment brought to you by Swimming with the Fish. We're trying to be educational. Yep, that's a. It's always a funny thing when you bring a a Dominican into a predominantly black neighborhood, and then (laughs) that's like setting the fuse and then stepping back. Really? Fun? Oh, that's uh, well, so here's the thing. And this is a just my Baltimore experience mm-hmm. because I did this and the uh black people around were getting so angry that the Dominican did not understand the lingo that they were using. And uh he had to explain that he's Dominican not black. And they're like, "Nah, you don't understand. Your skin is our color, you're black." And he goes, no, you don't understand. I'm from here. And, and they went back and forth, and it was going to come to blows, uh, which they didn't realize that, you know, you, you sound uh, a particular pitch that only apparently Latin Americans can hear. And, <laughs> and it was like the warriors just coming out of, like, every crevice. <laughs> and that's when people knew, all right, we're, we're about to lose this fight. Mm-mm-mm. Now, me, Mr. Instigation, <laughs> was like... How, how big was the bag of popcorn you brought? <laughs> well, it was it was filling up the car, so... <laughs> I just, I couldn't, I couldn't understand, and he was like, man, what's, what's with these, these people and their problem? I said, well, what problem would that be, sir? And he was like, well, they think there's this... And, and I said, and where do you think you came from? And he was like, well, what do you mean? He was like, well, let's see. Uh, if we if we go and see the ships that brought you here from Africa, just like how the Jamaicans aren't uh, originally from there and how the Haitians aren't originally from there, and the reason you speak this language is because of X, Y, and Z. And like, oh, is that what they're upset about? And I was like, bro, you don't understand that anything that had to do with slavery, they are experts on. And he was like, around the world? And it, look, it doesn't matter because apparently... 
slavery started in America and it just spread everywhere else. So, but that's okay. Well, that that's a different historical timeline than the one I'm familiar with. But okay. Well, you know, that's, you know, that's that's more convoluted. Than, I think even Marvel. <laughs> that's that's because you you obviously weren't paying attention in your uh, critical race theory class, were you? Well, well, yeah. yeah you, funny you should mention that, Chief. Mm-mm. So uh, yesterday evening was uh, the Saturday where uh, Hurricane has an uh, online uh, uh, business seminar. And whenever she has this, it's kind of her time every month, right? I don't like to disturb her. And she's gotten to the point where she goes, uh, she doesn't go, just get out. But that's pretty much what I need to do. So my pal and I generally go out to dinner on those Saturdays. And uh, we were talking about the uh, Rittenhouse verdict. Mm-hmm. That's and, and, and <laughs> I'm, you know, you know, when you guys type to me now that I'm reading the chat, <laughs> I'm old, so I have to stop. I cannot do two things at once. Really? And plus, plus, Showcat is staring me down. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here again, but she's sitting on the mouse looking at me like. One false move and you get it. I think she's worried that I'm bringing the dog back or something. <laughs> He's got a wonderful family show, Cat. It's okay. Maybe someday he'll learn about cats without losing a limb. So, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. The, 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 goon the goon continues. continues. <laughs> uh, I asked my friend why he thought BLM was so interested in the Rittenhouse verdict. And what do you think he said? Anybody? Anybody? Which friend was this, by the way? This was uh, uh, my uh, my Jewish friend from Damascus. Uh, 65-year-old bachelor. Um, Are you talking Damascus, the United States? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maryland, even. (laughs) Okay. Well, so so 65... Jewish friend from Damascus could be, you know, he's a Syrian Jew. I don't know. 65-year-old guy, smart guy. He's a uh, contracts manager, like a CO kind of thing. You know, and and in general, a bright guy. He is left of center. Mm -hmm. I would tell you that he's left of center compared to me, but that's not setting the ball very high, is it? No. Patton was left of center compared to you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of true. So what do you think he said? It's all about money? No. Because he shot three white guys or three uh, black guys. That's what he told me. Because he shot three black guys. Um, I go. Um, so um, so wait 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 wait. Let's get um, our our racial expert here. How many black people did Rittenhouse shoot, Chief? The number is zero. And there we have it, folks. But the media has convinced him that it isn't so. Yeah. Well, the media, even as of uh, late as as late as. Friday was still saying that the protests that Rittenhouse was in, you know, took the, the shootings that Rittenhouse was involved in took place during the protests of police killing a black man, an unarmed black man. I'm sorry. <clears throat> How much of that is wrong? All of it. All of it. Uh, yeah, pretty much. One, he was armed with a knife, and two, he's not dead. Well, he was shot. That's... He was paralyzed, but he's still very much alive. 
Unlike the John McCain. doesn't really have a close relationship with the truth. I'm not even sure they're on speaking terms. Well, yeah, and I mean, let us be honest. Um, Rittenhouse, self-defense. Yeah. Right? People came at him with deadly weapons, and he responded. Yes. Did you know, I enough evidence was presented that it's not like he went there saying, I'm going to shoot me some rioters. He went, was it to defend a friend's store or he did he just go to see what assistance he could he could be? His father lived there and he had worked there with his father. And so he, in, he was the, in, in Kenosha. Kenosha. Yep. Yep. And he was providing medical assistance. Yes. He had right. training as an EMT. And he knew there was rioting, so he brought his rifle. Self-protection. But you're... No, no, I was I was just looking for a yes or no. That's correct, right? He didn't pick up the rifle like while he was there. Yeah, so I... he, he brought it with him from home. No. No, he actually did. Provided him. Yeah, he actually did pick it up while he was there. Oh, okay. It was it was somebody who had promised to buy him one and bought it him one. There, the rifle did not cross state lines. So, here's okay. here's the thing. Here's the, Excuse here's me, I'm sorry. The the biggest thing, at least, is, is that um, the the Young Turks who have have been right maybe once since their inception actually put out a statement saying that they were wrong, and they too thought that he had killed he had killed three black people. Even though only two died, and none of them were black, but, right? But that is the well, one could make the argument that all of us, in if you go back far enough, are black because it is the cradle of all humanity. And in, in which uh, you're you're still going to be wrong, right? I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, not letting you be right on this one. Wait a second, humanity didn't start in the African continent. Just because you're from Africa, doesn't mean uh, that, which is why Egyptians are not considered that. Uh, the the place right of the Tunisians are are very uh, seldomly called that, and we all know about Israelis and Palestinians. So, yeah, they hate each other. Yeah, but the, I mean, I've heard there's some dislike. Yeah, because in in even in biblical times, it wasn't until Queen of Sheba and others had actually gone further south. Did they realize that uh, skin color was way different? And they didn't say anything bad. They didn't say, oh, this person's in fear. They were just like, uh, how, how did this happen? And that was it. <laughs> right. So, so while we, we say that, where was it? Where is the cradle of civilization? It is along the Nile River, correct? And if you uh, go north sir? of the Nile River, then what is it? Downstream. Tigris and Euphrates. Yeah, uh, I said north, not... <laughs> Yes, and the Nile runs south to north, so that would be downstream. It really does. The upper, the upper Nile is south of yeah. the lower Nile. Yeah, it does. Okay, well, there you go. So, see, even I'm learning stuff, obviously. Well, I'm here to help. Thank you. But point is, they would be lighter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, it could have been that... Uh, we're we're just a genetic aberration, which is why you see. Uh, I've been called. I've been called worse. <laughs> well, dark people can turn light, but light people cannot turn dark, uh, as dark. 
Yes, oh. you can tan, but you can't. <laughs> you can't Nigerian yourself, you know. No, I can't. I, I as a child, and I'm probably sure I'm going to pay for this in my older later years. Um, there, there was many a summer I spent outdoors, like as long as the sun was out, and uh, got uh, got quite melanin enriched. We all did that. Yeah. We went swimming and bicycling and... Uh, the sun was farther away or something. I don't and know. drank water from a hose. Fire hydrant, you know, come on. Probably ingested all kinds of water. Mm-hmm. And none of it from a babbling spring somewhere in Europe. That's true. There was no <laughs> such thing as bottled water when I was a kid. Our fathers would have locked up our mothers. Bottled water was when you, was when you it, brought a canteen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you could get that good metallic taste. Tangy, tangy. You know, if if our fathers would have locked up our mothers for a week if they suggested paying five bucks for a bottle of water. Yes. What are you, insane? The same thing for getting pizza delivered. Why can't you get in the car and get your buns over there and pick up the pizza? Your buns? I was, I was censoring. Because you've asked me to clean up my language, and I am making an ex- I am making an effort. I, I I found that quite humorous a statement. That's why I've repeated it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should I have added a New England accent for that? Because our our family, we don't. I mean, you met you've met Yankee Swamp Fox. We don't really have a New England accent. No, not at all. Once in a while, a couple of words might come out. Yeah, it depends on how long you go visit the family. You, that is true. <laughs> when you come back, start speaking. There's a cause I, I develop accents from places I've never been. Yes. Now, which is a great thing because I will be able to say that I've been to and from West Texas. After a point, <laughs> I can just pretend like I never existed in Maryland. So, excellent. Well, my my hope is that uh, I will be able to join you in West Texas since I seem to have that accent pretty much down pat. Thanks to a, an old friend who was from West Texas. Does that mean that I'm going <clears> to <throat> sound He was a pilot to... with Braniff Airlines. Braniff. Wow. There's an old name. He met his wife. She was a, she was a, a flight attendant. I believe they called him stewardesses back in those days. Um, and he was a pilot. You know, one of those typical, you know, <laughs> right out of the movies kind of uh, romances. They both went to Southwest to Garrison. And uh, he's you, retired now. Do you talk with him at all? I haven't spoken to him in a few years. Uh, I met him through my wife, actually. My wife and his wife worked together. So but, uh, he was a great guy and uh, had that great, uh, that great, uh, you know, West Texas kind of, kind of brief talking where you're just kind of, you know, don't really say a lot in a lot of words and you just kind of get that little thing in the back of your throat. And we'd have a conversation. He'd, he'd stop me about halfway through to go, uh, you know, Crutch, uh, you know, you're not from West Texas. <laughs> sorry, sorry, stop doing that. So uh, he met his wife on uh, Braniff. She was a stew, right? Yes. I think the appropriate term today would be flight attendant, but yes. Yeah. Um, you do know about the uh, um, one of the promotions that Braniff made back in the day. No. Let me see. If, if, you, would, if you would look up Braniff stripping stewardesses. No. It's not exactly what you're thinking. They ended at miniskirts. 
But they wore less strip commercial. There you go. That that'll work. Oh, for the love of heaven! So I want you to get in touch with him and ask him. So was this the program, and that's where you met her? Huh? Huh? Was it? (laughs) That's that's just wrong. Funny, but um. I mean, they did it. They 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 got away with it. I well, you know what the heck? Why not, right? Well, the. Does the airline still exist? <clears throat> no. No, not anymore. It yeah. absorbed into, um, I think actually Southwest actually absorbed it. It Well, I know that it, it went bankrupt once and then it got revived because they had a whole up and running ad that wasn't as good as this one. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then they, they went away a second time and I don't remember what happened then. So my question is, why is it that thinks that they are now called flight attendants and when did that change i don't know when that changed did it really change because in as far as the rush hour movies they were still being called that i'm i'm sure that i have called flight attendants a stewardess probably not a stew yeah i've never that was the first time i had heard that but i'm just saying if it because we were just having a uh, a discussion on the etymology of, of you know the English language, and mm-hmm. and how just how terrible it really is, and why those learning it have such a hard time because we keep changing the rules on them mm-hmm. almost every day. <laughs> well, and that's well, that's half the fun, right? That's not even the colloquial speak, because as we were trying to go over that, they're like. You're making this up, and I was like, "No, unfortunately, I'm not." And that's that's what happens when you constantly evolve. I guess is is a way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Chief, have you looked at the show notes? Yeah. Look at that fourth bullet there. I can't believe that that would actually be true. Can you? So when it says oh. begins uh, from <clears throat> the stories that I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> this is more <laughs> well okay so so let me let me phrase this correctly uh our number one fan who is of course my mother uh sent me a package this week isn't that nice package, chief it was yeah. wonderful so wonderful and on the package it said and so it begins okay which is where the phrase comes from okay because okay. apparently um, two days ago was, uh, the, um, six months out from my 60th birthday. And my brother, uh-huh. who is two and a half years older than me, <clears throat> uh, will probably be able to confirm this if I ask him. Uh, that's when she started abusing him. And the abuse will come in the form of basic psychological warfare and small gifts with left-handed meanings and um, things you of that mean, nature. like you get a pack of Depends or something like that? I, that's exactly the kind of things my mother is doing. Now, you know, she's 87, so she's got a lot of time on her hands. It's not like she's doing anything. Um, so I, think I, see, I think I see why you're uh, getting the abuse. Well, it's comments like that. I know, really. So she sends me a mug, and I'll send a picture of it up, you know, to the website and all that. But on the mug, it says 60 is when your body gives your brain a list of things you're not going to do anymore. (laughs) Uh, 
I'm I have taken said I... list, crumpled it up, set it on fire, and uh, thrown it out the window of my fast-moving car. There are some things that I do that your body makes you wish you hadn't. Well, that's true, but I'm I'm trying furiously not to end up, you know, um, with a walker or, you know, bedridden or any of those fun things. Um, I, because uh, I want to kind of enjoy. You know, I only have, based on the age, rough age of the people in my family, I probably only have another thirty years, and I want to enjoy them. Then I, you, you should have stopped working where you worked a long time ago. Well, there's yeah. that too. Yeah, because if you wanted to enjoy, I do saying. feel like the expert. I uh, do. Yeah. I do enjoy. I mean, I'm going to enjoy this next week and a little bit of time because I'm not going to be there. Well, you've got to burn through the 57 weeks of leave you get every year. And sometime, you, know. you hung up on me when we were discussing leave. I hung up on you. <laughs> you did. Well, you stopped talking to me on chat. It's the same thing. Oh. <laughs> when you, you told me that, I believe it was your beloved, said, well, well, she's taking the days off. She has like 94 hours of leave. Why? Yes. How much do you have? And I typed 209, and you never said anything to me for like an hour and a half. <laughs> <clears throat> well, let's just say. Um, the hurricane's I... calling me an hours hoarder. <laughs> well, it's because of your dedication to work, I'm sure. I wanted to have that time for my family in case we needed it during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Which, Did by the way, we're back... during the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. We uh, we're back to masks in the Democratic People's Republic. Really? It's like yeah. the whole county. Yep. Because mm. we had seven days of higher than something. I don't know. They're reading <laughs> sheep entrails or something to figure out when we do this. <laughs> If you've had seven days of higher than normal levels of sheep entrails, I would totally wear a mask. I don't even know if it would help with that many days. I was about to say, that's a lot of entrails. So, so um, there's, a, there's a, a weatherman that I go to for things like this, and this would be Bill Murray in Groundhog, in Groundhog Day <laughs> when he says, this is pitiful. Okay. Because I, I don't, it, it, it makes zero sense. Because they said, hey, we're going to institute it on Saturday. If it was so important, you would do it right away. And, if yeah. not sooner. So this is yet another reason why I cannot wait to get out of this state to a state that makes sense and, you know, governs in a way that makes sense. Although they are worried that the next uh, wave of uh, migrants coming from the south Mm -hmm. Uh, is so large that they will just uh, basically saturate the rest of the country because they have no place to put them. And they have uh, no way to find out who they are or where they're going, uh, their health status or anything mm -hmm. of the sort. So you're not you're not worried about Governor Beto? Look, as, <laughs> as far as as far as I know, he's already uh, constructed his conceded. Yeah. So. Look, yeah, let's, the only, yeah. let's be honest, kids. The only reason he's running is to tap into all that money that he hasn't been able to tap into because he wasn't running for something. I know that uh, Dan Bongino says he's doubling down on stupid. Well, well, you know, he's already lost one statewide election. Why not go for two first, right? 
Well, I mean, but see, he's a why? Why do that? Because he has made a a, a concerned effort to be the guy that is known for not winning. He did it for Senate, and he mm -hmm. went for president, mm -hmm. and now he's going for governor. He could go. Yeah. Why? Why not go back to uh, local city? Because he wouldn't win that either. If you saw the people on the border, they are actually switching parties, going like, I cannot believe this is happening under the yeah, people I mean, that... elected officials, not just not just the regular voters, but I mean, actual elected officials are switching wow. parties. It's crazy. They, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people said he wanted to run for president in the worst way, and most people think he did exactly that. <laughs> Wasn't he one of the first to bow out? He wasn't the first. The no, first to bow on. out is is now the uh, vice, president vice president of the United right. States. <laughs> I said one of. Yeah. Yes, you you did. I'm not criticizing you. I just wanted to get in that she did worse than Pete. Which is quite. It's just saying something. It really. Is. I mean, you gotta you gotta want to do worse. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. <laughs> That's not an accident. That's always intentional. <laughs> if. If if we get to the point where uh, things the the pendulum now swings way far to the other side, and folks can actually uh, put the articles of impeachment, and we know that that stuff will go through, mm -hmm. do you think that will happen, or do you think that uh, Amendment Twenty Five will be invoked? Oh, I don't. I don't think the Republicans will impeach. Because because then they, then they'll get Kamala. Can't you impeach them both? Uh, then you get um, a, a, an even more frightening concept. Not if the Republicans control the House and the Senate. Yeah. This is, oh, that's uh, true. Okay, yeah. that's true. You have to remember that there will be right. no articles if if. One person if Nancy's is, still in charge, right? Yeah. Somebody's going to dump a bucket of water on her, and it's going to be all over. <laughs> well, she already said that she's not running again, which she said last time. So, I mean, again, anyone who trusts any of them, you, you basically get what you deserve at this I, point. I would like them all. Can I would we go like them all to find gainful employment elsewhere? I don't wish anybody ill will, but they all need to go find real jobs. Yeah, Madam Speaker, listen, just repeat after me. Would you like fries with that? There you go. That's a job you're probably almost qualified to do. No, because that would require her to listen to people, which she hasn't done for, I think, 50 years. So, Yeah, that's true. Why start now? Well, she comes from a long line of people who didn't listen. Yeah, I mean. It, yeah. When She's you... from Baltimore. She's a Baltimore girl. I, I know. Ugh. D'Alessandro, right? I know. I know. Giving certain, a whole ethnicity a bad rep. Well, you know, we've, we've already got the stereotype, and she's just feeding into it. <laughs> yep. It's Maybe amazing she take... how somebody on a government salary can, you know, make $100 million, isn't it? Hey, it's legitimate business. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Never mind. <laughs> so... This is where I, I said I couldn't beat him. So there's a there's a 
Twitter thread called Nancy Trades, the one woman <laughs> who has defeated all stock market, you know, odds for the past 50 years. So why, why even attempt it anymore? You just look, you see which verified trades she made, and then you mm -hmm. just join in. What else are you going to do? That's outstanding. Sounds um, like a plan to me. Well, I guess we should all go uh, spend some time working on our portfolios. and uh, Spending time with our families. That's right. That's right. Eat, Folks, eat, uh, eating plenty of food, turkey and cheesecake. Yes, yes. Uh, not necessarily in, in the exact same mouthful, but close. You know. well, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think what, what would be perfect, and, and maybe we'll have to talk to some, some chefs. Hey, wait a second. We actually even know some chefs. Um, is if we could make each of the traditional items in a Thanksgiving meal into a cheesecake and then just present all of those cheesecakes to the chief as his Thanksgiving meal. So it be a turkey cheesecake, a stuffing cheesecake, you know, sweet potato cheesecake, which probably actually wouldn't be bad. That actually does sound good. Does sound good. Okay, now I'm hungry. Well, okay, then I'll take care of my baser needs of hunger. And I wish you all a very, very happy Thanksgiving holiday. I hope you all have the Friday off and do lots of shopping because the economy needs it. For and those with... of you in the States, of course. We're not trying to isolate since we know that some of our fans are outside of the U.S. That's true. Um, and this is also a good time to, uh, to introduce you to um, all kinds of wonderful American silliness. Uh, so, yes, uh, read up on Thanksgiving and you'll understand why it ticks off so many people and, and other people are very happy about it. And currently having an argument with my father and brother about a, <clears throat> a, 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 com a conference that's being held at the University of Maryland right now on uh, the whole subject of Thanksgiving and um, how uh, it really should be set up as a national day of mourning, which is, um, which is certainly one view. But if you've got the day off, enjoy it. Hopefully you have it off with pay. And with that, a word from our sponsors. Tonight's episode brought to you by Rage. You get to know a lot about people by what they do when they get enraged. The right, lots of yelling, lawsuits. The left, riots, even when it doesn't make sense. One side is about righting wrongs, and the other is about busting a cap in somebody. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? And Thanksgiving. All of us at Swimming with the Fish wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving, regardless of your ideology, race, creed, height, or anything else. Enjoy this timeless holiday and just be grateful. It's harder for the chief because we took his land, but he can be thankful for cheesecake. And friends, you need them, you got them, you can even pick on them. In commercials, week after week after week. It's cheaper than therapy, and the CPF protects me, so I have nothing to fear. Swimming with the Fish is produced by Happy Pole LLC. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.